Hello everyone and welcome to the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name's Stu, I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo. And I'm Misumi, I'm a Japanese-British-born girl living in Hong Kong. Hey Misumi, how's it going? It's very good, I'm just, um, I'm very aware of the fact that I'm holding a cup that's got ice in it and it's very jingly jangly. Gonna have to be tactical about those sips. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, wow, what a day. God, how have you been? You got very excited about the Netflix Netflix party that we did yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, and a I was bit just of a late the... one afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> had a personal late one. I was just telling Masumi that um, obviously last night, those of you who know, we had a, a Netflix party. So thanks for everyone for getting involved in that. But um, I just had such a good time, and I was just having a few beers while we were doing that. I just after it was over, and obviously everyone had a chat. I just carried on, and then. Um, yeah, it was like I spent the night. I spent the night watching nineties uh, uh, F one clips of F one in the in in the nineties, and then I just sort of looked at the clock, and it was like two in the morning. I was like, "Fuck!" Like it's been on YouTube for like four hours straight. Who would have been F one nineties? Is that um, Senna? No, Senna would would have would have died died before then. But it's it's people like. Uh, like Johnny Herbert and um, even like Coulthard was coming through then and people like that. So mm. uh, Jean Lacy, Gearhard Berger. Want to let you know that if anyone's if anyone's got a crush on Stu already and and also likes F one, then uh, Stu's your man because uh, yeah, he's an F one fan. Yeah, I, d- I do like it. Um, I mean, I don't. I'm not really like a guy that watches very much sport, but it seems like. I've heard this from a number of people, even people that don't really watch much sport. They've just suddenly got into retro football or, you know, cricket from like 20 years ago or something like that. There's some weird nostalgia thing going on. Um, but yeah, I just sort of just spent the whole evening doing that. Woke up feeling a little bit uh, ill today. But um, yeah, managed to get out today. Got got into one of the parks that's near my house just for a little bit of exercise and stuff. So that was nice. So I heard your Yogi Park is uh, closed. Yeah, all the all the main parks here have been shut, the ones that they can, but there's one near me that's quite big and actually quite a famous Sakura spot. So, um, you, yeah, it's it's still all out there, just starting to fall now. So that was quite nice to get out there and check it out. But it's a really nice day in Tokyo today. So that was good. Um, Felt like I had a bit of a nature wanna, recharge. Just want to cover one thing. So obviously, very recently, I think yesterday night, they declared um, a Japan in a state of emergency, right? So what does that entail for you? Well, this is wonderfully Japanese in the sense that it's a sort of ruling that has no bite. So Abe, uh, the PM, can ask people um, to stay indoors. But in terms of actually backing it up with any sort of like fines or um, punitive measures, you know, they, they can't really do anything to you. They can just sort of like shame you, basically. So um, it means the government has a bit more flexibility about um, demanding stock or like using land if it needs to in extreme cases but um overall it's largely just a sort of request to people to stay indoors and I, i'd just say from today I, I guess my streets and the the areas around where i live didn't really seem any quieter than they do normally a lot of places just seem business as usual so i don't know it, I'm, I'm not sure it's actually going to have the the desired effect but we'll see it's just so funny it is incredible japan as a rule a country that is has so many crazy laws like no dancing in nightclubs or really punitive measures for like the use of drugs right just so laxed on this kind of thing 
Conspiracy, do they want to get rid of their ageing population? I don't know. <laughs> well, they're the ones that put Abe in power, so uh, it would be... It's not in his interest to get rid of all those old guys, so um, he wants to keep them alive, basically, but for sure it is going to cost them a lot of money in the next few years, so maybe it's a long-term plan. Well, on that note, um, Terrace House has not yet experienced COVID-19, so I guess we just have to relive the old times. Push on, yeah. So, on to more positive news. We've had a pretty good week, right, Masumi? Oh, we've had such a good week. I can't even believe it. So, um, yeah, someone just messaged me and was like, hey, um, is this your podcast? I was like, oh, yeah, it's Terrace House Podcast. And she's like, oh. And then I decided to look. And I was like, oh, shit, we're, like, number one in Hong Kong. And then when I looked at the charts as well, because I don't look at, I don't really have access to the, Stu's basically the guy that has access to all the like data. When I looked as well, we were number one in Romania for, what was it? Number one in Romania for just TV and films too, right? TV and film category, we were number one in Romania, which is hilarious considering, you know, this is just us just mucking around, chatting with our friends, talking about a show. Exactly. And I don't know anyone in Romania. Yeah. Like in Hong Kong, I already know that, um, that I've already been told by a couple of people who know people who like Terrace House that once in a while they'll like say to their friends or say to people they know, oh, if you like Terrace House, you should check out this podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't, and I, I know a few people who do listen to the podcast, but God, yeah, Romania, not a clue. Yeah, it's just nice. It's nice to just know that, oh, we're actually like charting a little bit and it's cute. Yeah, so if you're in Romania now listening, hello and get in touch. I didn't realise we had any Romanian fans, Um, but welcome everyone that's new or old. So good. I never met you guys, but so appreciative of you guys. And I really feel like the love and energy. And can I just say, without saying, when I say I really love the love and energy, it's because, you know, it was um, this meditation day this week on Sunday. Do you know about it? The 4th or slash 5th of April, everyone, what, 10.45 Hong Kong time anyway, all came together, um, people who, like, there was this massive meditation in order to try and rid out um, COVID-19. And I partook in it. Uh, My friend Liz was hosting one. And there was one point in part of the meditation where she actually was like, okay, I call COVID-19 to the room. And we... It was like a Zoom chat, but that one moment when it was like we call COVID nineteen to the room and like we try and like expel and like focus all of our like positive energy on it, right? I felt like I was gonna get lifted off my seat. It was insane. And then my friend texted me to say that um, there's this thing called um, the uh, Schumann resonance by this German physicist, and uh, during that time there was this huge surge. Um, in the, um, I'm going to have to edit this out. So she found that there's a huge surge in the electromagnetic waves in the atmosphere. Because everyone was using Zoom? No. (laughs) Oh my God. Never thought about that. What? Oh my God. You just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That is such a good valid. Oh my God. (laughs) You just in. No, No, it's good. That is such a good point. Oh my God, you and I think so differently. I was literally thinking, it really goes to show that good vibes really are real. 
but yeah okay you ruined it for me fine whatever anyway I'm really happy I really feel the love you know I'm, yeah anyway okay let's move on to Terrace House no I'm just kidding and also just thanks for everyone for getting involved last night again doing the Netflix party it's just so much fun and everyone's got great jokes and and uh puns and all that so thanks for getting involved on the hong kong romania charting note if it it would really mean a lot to us if you guys could on itunes or spotify wherever you listen listen to this give us a little review share it with a friend or just post a link on instagram or twitter or you know wherever you are because it does mean an awful lot to us and helps us reach new people and, and make new friends in that way. So, um, yeah, thanks to everyone who's already done that. But if you can um, give it a go, if you haven't had a chance yet, that's yeah, really, Yeah, really please leave a review. I mean, do you never watch Bambi, Stu? Um, in Bambi, Thumper's mother always said, she, there's this one line where she says, if you ain't got anything good to say, don't say anything at all. So I always flip that round and think, well, if you've got something good to say, then you should say it. So it's like, if you like our podcast, please write a review. And if you don't like it, you can also leave a review too, but like... <laughs> but try not know. to. Okay, on the, before we dive in, and we will do in a second, just hello to Bill, Aggie, Pete, Hazel, and Rowan, who are now new listeners and some of my oldest friends. So thanks for getting involved, guys. I didn't know you were hanging around with 90-year-olds. <laughs> Rowan's probably our youngest listener. Listener, he's one, maybe eleven months old. So, yeah, I think he's our youngest. He's got listener. a lot of he's got a lot of growing to do. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> okay, that's two jokes now. We can we can we can fit, reach the quota. We can move on to Terrace House. Biggest joker of all. Oh man. Our stand-up comedian Kai. We're saying goodbye to him. He toot toots away. Oh God, but what a lovely ending. How good was his interaction with Hannah while wow, he really brought it back home? It's what we said, right? He needed a one-on-one session with her just to properly apologise. And I think both of them played quite well in that. Like, he was very honest and explained his situation and, you know, said he was going to work to make sure that he could uh, rectify it financially, at least. And she was pretty receptive to it, it seemed. She wasn't... I know she was a little bit grumpy, as she probably would be, but um, she seemed to listen to what he had to say and wasn't, you know, shutting him down or anything like that. Yeah, it was very adult. I, I think she probably had a bit of reflection as well and realised that she was a bit in the wrong. Yeah. I, I wonder if fans watching the show kind of changed, that was enough to change their perception because it certainly felt like a lot of people thought Hannah was out of order after um, the previous episode. So her accepting his apology or at least seeming like they were... On, on, on level terms again, talking again. Um, I wonder if people have come back and, and, and maybe changed their opinion about her as well. The thing is, um, there was no doubt that Kai was... He never did it on purpose. There was absolutely no bad intention on his part, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, I think her reaction, just to relive it, was... I don't think it was even really that much to do with the costume. It was more the resentment that she had about the trip mm. in Kyoto which she, I think, focused on that um, incident with the costume. But I'm glad they resolved it. And when they said goodbye, I don't think there was anything deeper. I mean, you would never think that those two had even a romance for like a split second, right? The way that they said goodbye to each yeah. other. But Answer me this. Is the painting going to go on the wall? Depends how big her apartment is. What? It, so Probably not, no. It's going in the bin, isn't it? 
probably in two months time in Terrace House times when she uh, experiences that rush for toilet roll the first thing she's probably going to look at as a possibility is oh shit that's like a blank canvas on the back of it maybe I could use that that's probably what she'll be doing <laughs> yeah let's keep an eye out in the background just to see if it pops up sort of like tucked behind the fridge or something or just you know being used to prop up something later on um, but yeah I mean he did I'm sad to see him go yeah we we definitely like him and he seems like a nice guy but um, I think he did a good job of of maybe tying up any loose ends and then leaving um leaving in a neat way so hopefully this is a good thing for him and allows him to focus on some of the stuff that he wants to and and um yeah make a go of those things so i think it, it works well for mm. the story and and hopefully for him too yeah i think the reason why i'm a little bit sad is that i think he was um he really had authenticity there was something about him that was just very just uh, he was just a normal person being his real self in that in that environment. So that's a bit sad. Um, but yeah, all the best for Kai. Looking at his Instagram, he seems like he's doing great. Yeah, keep at it, man. So yeah. So with Kai leaving, we have a new person joining the house. And interestingly, we've got another boss. So... It's a company of one, but still getting framed as the, the other chateau, perhaps the good chateau. But you wouldn't say you've got my own company, would you? I don't know. If I didn't have anyone else working with me. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just being too literal. But yeah, he's not he's not a chateau in the same way that chateau is. Let's fucking hope so. Nino. Nini. Sorry, I got his name wrong. I've been so used to calling him chateau, so... Yeah, wow, he was not what I expected. I genuinely thought that because he was um, shown with... Um, yeah, he, because he was with Masato, who was obviously famous for being with um, Sena and Kato, he just seemed like he was just... I just thought he would just be a bit more, um, like, happy-go-lucky and, and just, like, brash. But, God, he was a deep soul, wasn't he? Yeah, he seems chill and maybe a nice antidote to... Um... Yeah, our, our other chateau. Yeah, it's funny how they sort of like to dip into that particular pool of like, you know, Guy knows Kato and, you know, all these other people that are all connected. Um, obviously, the, the, the people that have been in the show in the past all seem to hook up with each other and, and hang out. But um, yeah, they've got a very sort of limited pool of people that they often um, get their, you know, their alternative skater or surfer um, people from. He seems cool, and uh, I'm gonna love um, the fact that Chateau is. He's obviously been a bit. He's 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 got his um, interest. He feels threatened, that's for sure. And the girls certainly have all taken an interest to him. I oh mean, man, yeah. When he exactly. was walking around the kitchen, yeah. Every all the female eyes were just on him, just like walking around. Exactly, and also the the most important thing of it is Chateau has in this whole um time at terrace house so far he has been the one that's been pursuing he has been the one that's been setting up the dates he's the one that's orchestrating the whole thing whereas in rio's case he's just like sit back relax and just let the magic happen yeah for sure and it feels like of the three so far certainly vivi who we've seen go turbo before when she likes someone uh does seem interested in in him and was doing the whole giggling thing when she was trying to talk to him after she'd cooked some some food and stuff so she seems interested 
you know, he's had a joke with her and gave her a little touch on the shoulder as well. So um, we'll have to see how that develops with her and potentially the other two as well. I'm excited. I think it's a nice vibe. So I think the only sort of contrived thing about his entrance, which slightly uh, tainted it in a way just because it felt so scripted, not necessarily because of the actual content, was him coming in with one of those final scenes, which was him on the roof talking to the stars. Um, And obviously there's a sad bit of context behind this because he was talking to um, Yosuke, um, one of the previous people that was on on, te- on an earlier series of Terry's House but with all the shots and the way it was set up it did feel a little bit contrived and you know you had Hannah coming in and speak to them but it felt quite set up basically oh my as god it, as it, as she was and even I mean it was mentioned in the chat that it was like she it felt like she was just the person that had to just enter that just so that she could ask the questions of hey what are you doing mm. so that they were able to have that conversation about your scare and then when he'd explained it you know she exited in a way of like okay I'll leave you alone and in a way it it felt like Hannah was like oh my god this conversation is way too deep for me because she exited quite abruptly that it 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 did make it look to some of our friends that um she was just like not a deep person um but yeah that definitely felt scripted um 100% and then finally Happy birthday to Xion. Yeah, finally, he's something. Some focus on this guy. Happy birthday. Some focus on this guy. I mean, but like, God, is he remembered for saying anything intelligent? Is he remembered for even doing anything important? No, he's just remembered for Hannah just bloody pieing him in the face with a good slice of cake. Like, what was that about? Yeah, imagine if he tried to get her back and then pissed her off. That would have been nice. We do need to see a bit more of him. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully he's going to get this date with Vivi and then next uh, week, and if, if, I don't know, if Rio doesn't get in there first. But um, yeah, everyone's geared up to, everyone like on Twitter and certainly on, on the party last night wants to see a little bit more of him. So yeah, he's... Come on, Shion. We need to we need to see a bit more of you, man. He has to come. He does because the saddest thing right now is he came in as the new blood, and that would have been the most focused. But then Chacho has taken over it by his like creepiness, and then now this new guy Rio has come along and is going to overshadow Shion for like weeks. You know, Shion's probably going to have to walk around naked in the flat for him to actually get any screen time, while Rio's still like a new guy. Let him do it. If he wants to do it, let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it, for sure. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, I'm just, oh God, predictions. We've talked about Vivi a little bit. So funny because someone mentioned as well that if she actually falls for Rio, it's perfect because she's got that R necklace already from when she liked Rio. She can use that same (laughs) line again on repeat. And the names are pretty similar as well, Rio and Rio. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think, you know, she just seems like someone, as she's mentioned, goes 100 miles an hour when she likes someone. So, um, yeah, I think we need to strap in because it's probably going to happen again. But, um, Yume probably isn't going to go for him. I mean, she, she said she likes to be pursued, doesn't she? So maybe if he's that type, but I don't know. He seems a little different from Shacho's approach. She said... I found it so 
peculiar to say to hear that when she said she really likes people who pursue her and she kind of like falls harder the more they pursue so why isn't she just like madly in love with Shacho already I don't know is she is she saying actually that or does she just like the attention like you know as we were saying she had how many did she say like 15 boyfriends or something like that but whatever it was it was around 10 but clearly those weren't successful relationships so perhaps it's not a case of actually that's what you're into it's just perhaps you like the attention so Shacho really likes Yume still clearly because the biggest bit of the episode when Yume walks in through the door and yeah we get the look from Box yeah that look oh my god you had to we totally I mean I totally missed that that you had to rewind back so that our viewers could our viewers our like friends could actually see that my god it was spotted it straight away the creepiness left in on purpose or accidental i think it's left in on purpose and i think there's some there's something quite interesting about this because um like he's he's broken down the fourth wall which is like us us as viewers trying to be the sort of um secret observers of this action and uh, suddenly he's like shattered that contract by suddenly looking directly at us and we're suddenly very aware that actually we're sort of snooping in on something that maybe we're not supposed to be but um, like, if you think about this more broadly, like reality TV's roots are based on this notion that we're all like snooping on real life and we're voyeurs of this action taking place uh, without having to expose ourselves. So that's the position from you know pioneering shows like Big Brother came from. You know, in in those shows, the cameras were literally hidden behind mirrors, so the people partaking in it couldn't see them even if they knew they were there. But this evolved into like a like a vein of things like the real world. So you saw reality tv turned into things like jersey shore or the osbournes or like ice road truckers and stuff like that so while the action in these shows wasn't always aspirational like driving a ice truck it was like always packed with action and that's why like it became the subject of a show but while it's entertaining for us we could also compare this to like digital fomo when you're scrolling through your instagram feed so when you compare your boring life with all these amazing photos that you're seeing on Instagram, you can be forgiven for feeling a bit of anxiety. And it's the same with these reality TV shows. So when you have a show like Terrace House, which is slightly different, i.e. it's not packed with action in the same way the Osbournes or Ice Road truckers are, it's, um, you know, you have people living in a nice house, especially for Japan, but the, the lack of action doesn't dwarf might be what might be going on in your own life. So it's likely that you might be doing quite a bit more than some of the characters in in some of the series so that's why i don't know i think there's something soothing about watching people sit around do nothing sometimes because in you doing this i when you're sat down watching watching netflix you probably look exactly the same as the people that sat on their sofa in terrace house as well and this brings us back to the connection to the show um, or rather the separation of it because we are separated via this fourth wall. And generally the show maintains this boundary, but it also acknowledges that it's a TV show, mainly doing this through the hosts who watch the show along with us and then comment on it. But there's also a number of other odd features. And the most obvious of this within Terrace House is that the characters within it are actually able to watch the show. So they can, you know, sit in the playroom and watch an episode from a few uh, weeks ago and give us some sort of meta commentary on what action has taken place, even if it's got a slight mm. delay. Um, but even beyond this, think about things like a few weeks ago, Vivi mentioned that Rio didn't want to meet up with her because they were, um, because of the cameras. And he said he didn't want to be on camera. So whether there was any truth on this from Rio's part, 
it's a really interesting example of where the producers have been happy to leave in a bit of content that shows that the cameras are not just capturing the action, but they're also shaping it as well. Like they were changing how people's behavior were by being, by being present. Um, and also Chateau's behavior. So true. But also Chateau's behavior isn't, isn't unprecedented. So early on in the series, Carrie is, is like caught staring at the camera. And I just tweeted this. So it's on our, um, Twitter, if you want to take a look at it, but the thing about Carrie looking at looking at the looking at the show versus Shacho looking at the looking at the camera is that he adds an underlying creepiness to it because he's got this strange confidence about him, and the way he's used this is first to be quite demanding in what he wants from Yume and, and Hannah in terms of staying in the room with them, but now this creepiness and his sort of sneer by looking at the camera is also translated into him wanting to take control of the show. So while we sit and watch and try to be the invisible voyeurs, there's something quite disconcerting about him acknowledging us by first looking at us and then giving a little sneer, particularly underpinned by the fact that he's quite a creepy character in himself. So that's why How many times do you think he was doing it? In order for that shot to get... I just know in this moment I'm going to look in the camera and they're going to include that bit. He must be doing it all the time. Maybe, but I think they've put that in there for a reason. They've been crafting yeah. this storyline. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes, basically. Yeah, it was... Um, he's had value to the show. He's an in, I mean, he's an interesting character, a controversial one. Um, so we'll see what this sort of how a storyline is used to perhaps present a moral tale that we haven't seen yet, or certainly perhaps the way we want it to to play out. So yeah, we'll see how how it how it evolves. But um, and that was most of the show. Have you got any other bits you wanted to talk about? No bits. <laughs> no bits. I, I don't know. It's when things happen so fast, and then. You get episodes like this where the episode was so nice. Everyone, there was was lots of redeeming qualities about that episode. It did end quite abruptly, didn't it? It just went so by so quickly. I don't know whether that was because we were watching it via Netflix party, but it just went by. I felt like it was all like 15 minutes worth or something. Yeah, I do think the fact that we did it as a, a party does mean that you're kind of on with the chat. Yeah, that's true, actually. But yeah. Maybe we'll... I think it's going to be a regular feature. Yeah, hopefully. everyone's already asking about next week. So I think exactly. guys, same time next Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, um, yeah. as before. Hang on, I Tuesday. Think the only, Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. I think the yeah. only thing... Um, we'll post it, we'll decide that week. I think the only thing is, I don't really know how much capacity Netflix party actually has. And there obviously are buffering issues, I think, when there's too many people. But it's cool. We might have to just work out other ways. I don't know, but um, it was fun. Maybe you'd have to host your own chat and then I'd have to host my own chat. You'd be like, who's more popular, Stu's Netflix party or mine? Let's not turn this into a rivalry, Masumi. I am not doing that. I would never Uh, stab you behind the back. Stab you. I would never do that to you. Aaron, AZ, who was trying to get into the chat for like a good... 20 to, to, to 40 times but managed to eventually get in oh my god in. yeah if I had to if I had to have anyone in my team for anything it would be Aaron that Shit, level of perseverance let's not pick 
This is like okay, choosing children. Okay. So. Uh, yes, this is true. It's bad. I just had to give a special shout out to him because it was, we were all rooting for him. Every time he came in, everyone was like, go on, hang in there, mate, hang in there. And then he left and was like, Mwah. Um. All right, then, give me your pick and your dick. My pick is Kai. Um, please don't think I've got favoritism over him. It's not that. It's just I think that the way he apologised was very good. And I think he ended that sh- on a high. I think some people felt like he was just going to exit the house um, with his like tail between his legs. But now I think the way he did it, he exited with like um, his head up, held up high. Um, so that's my pick. Nice. Who's your dick? No, who's your pick? I haven't thought of my pick yet, so I'm just gonna. My dick is Hannah, just because, um, not because of any of her behaviour. I just, as frequent listeners to the show will know, have got a weird thing about hats, and so she had two bad hats in this episode, which is unprecedented. So I was just, I was distraught. Um, so yeah, she's easily my dick. Oh my god. <laughs> have I ever worn a hat when when I've been with you? Yeah, you, we've we've been chatting and you've put a hat on just to just to annoy me. You've got that oh, yeah, bucket no, hat. But have I be, have, what about a hat on person? Oh no, but the bucket hat is so cool. I love that bucket hat. Um, my dick. I love you, but that is maybe not, not. God, yours. don't tell me. Don't tell. Don't tell. Say that you love me. God, Kofi, one of our friends, is going to go crazy. <laughs> um, no, I do. But of of, of the hats that anyone can wear. The bucket hat is pretty. It's not. It's not my favourite. Oh, fedora. Yeah, someone. If someone's like a little bit indie, then that's one of the few ones they can get away with. Why? Because you think it makes them look fedorable. They do look fedorable. <laughs> Maybe I'll wear another hat and I'll bowler you away. Ten hours worth of material. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna just be like? I'm gonna like look at your search history. It's gonna be like hats.com. Oh, I didn't realise there was a hat called affairs. <laughs> I don't really know how I'm gonna to top hat that. Um, right, come on, give me so, your dick. Okay, give my dick would be. Uh, oh, Hannah, maybe she wasted a good slice of cake, but also not that I wanted to eat that cake. It was just so out of the blue. Um, it was just kind of unnecessary. She's she's showing some, you know, last week with the hat, this week with the cake. She's uh, throwing some muscle around. All right, I'm yeah. going to pick Shion as my pick just because uh, I'm still gunning for him to come through and give us some entertainment. So you're actually choosing him as a pick for doing nothing. Um, so when he actually does something, you're just going to be choosing him for a pick again. Wow, God, it must be so great to be Shion. He must be, like, the most privileged guy ever. Why do you say that? He just does nothing. Because it's like he doesn't have to do anything. And he just gets people to like him. <laughs> he's almost it's like a, a white man in society. God. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, there's, there's not really too much to pick from right now. No, there isn't. So who's your dick then? Hannah, I told you. Hannah and the hats. Oh, you did. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Hey, so it's Easter. It's Easter holiday. Um, happy Easter, everyone. Don't yeah, go happy out Happy Easter. Sun. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, guys. <laughs> Luckily, I've got two ovaries. No, I'm joking. Um, what am I saying? I don't even know. What's... 
<laughs> Mate, how many umeshi, how many uh, whiskey sodas have you had? I don't know, but um, yeah, have a great Easter holiday. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Masumi, where can people find us? People can find us on Twitter, Instagram at TerraceHouseTKO. People can also find us at TerraceHouseTKO at gmail.com. But does anyone email us? They do, they do. Thanks for the email. Oh, they do? That's my favourite form of communication. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's nice. So, yeah, please message us. Like, we're getting a lot uh, more messages. It's it's quite nice. Um, If I don't respond within 24 hours, I'm sorry. My work is actually absolutely crazy right now. Like, unbelievably so. Um... Yeah, I just don't know whether I've ever been more stressed in my life, to be honest. But um, that aside, this is lovely. And um, please leave a review if you like what you're hearing right now. All right. Thank you, guys. And we will catch you for the podcast next week, but also for another uh, Netflix party, which will details will be up on the Instagram and the Twitter. Yeah, really... That is one good thing, actually. We would never have done this Netflix party, I don't think, if it wasn't for this COVID-19. So that's actually one good thing that's come out of um, this whole thing. And yeah, bye. True. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.